Hello, world. I'm your wild girl. I'm your cherry bomb. If he starts with I'm, if he starts with hello, world, I'm gonna finish it with I'm your wild girl. I'm sorry. I'm I'm okay with this being a reality of the show, but welcome, welcome to the second episode. This is a episode number two of. Taking in the scene. Taking in the scene. There you go. There, there's Denzel kicking in. Just kicking in the door like, like you know, just Kool-Aid man. You know, just that song <laughs> oh, comes yeah. on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like the just like the meme with the bird. And, like, you know, kicks on, or kicks down the door. Starts singing the song lyrics. What? What, what? Just me? No, are you what bird about? is me? kicking down doors? I feel doors. like Orange lives in his own world. And we're all just like, what, what? are you talking about? Like you're going to have to explain Speaking, that way. There's a bird that kicks down doors? No, no, no. no. There, there, there was a mixing of memes. But but just to move away from the focus oh, on memes. you mixed memes? Whoa. <laughs> oh. that's, that's, that's dangerous territory. <laughs> yeah. Just to move away from me and go into the focus of the episode. Uh, this episode is going to be about what is the kink community, which I feel is a very important episode to go through initially when you're talking about kink and kink in general uh and i, I assume the co-host here also also agree with this yeah i guess yeah <laughs> like, what is kink um so so yeah so what tell is me I, I mean i'm asking am i supposed to oh okay no you don't have to you don't have to that's why people listen to us yeah. so we can tell them there you go we're the experts on this mm-hmm. i am I really the know. person that's controlling the knobs so i will ask you two <laughs> what is what is what is what is kink like, can we even define kink? Can you Google it? Yeah, can you Google it and tell I mean, us what if Google I says? Google kink, I think I get a very generic definition. So according to the internet, <clears throat> kink is a sharp twist or curve and something that is otherwise straight. So that's what we're going to be talking about today is the that exactly. <laughs> yep, is geometry. That, is that is like kinks and fences, for instance. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be talking about angle side side. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yes. Inside angle side. Yes. Oh no. So, so, that, so no. That's what our whole podcast is about. And no, no. Sin the actual and definition. And tan. The actual definition I don't love, but please go ahead and read it. It's a person's unusual sexual preference. Yeah. It's that it's it's actually all three of those words. I yeah. feel like you could you could substitute <laughs> yeah, them for yeah. much better words like yes. unusual. Right. Like yes. Exactly. Already Start the there. connotation that comes with like oh when something is considered unusual it's like oh that is different. And wrong, in a, in like a more of a negative way like right. different has a positive approach than That's unusual. True. Yeah. Yeah, like if somebody calls you unusual it's like yeah. just call me weird. If someone's like oh your hair is very unusual that's not <laughs> a compliment. Like, yeah, that's it's like, not a nice thing to say. It's like, first first of all, Seen like, that. Oh, that those shoes are so unusual. It's a bless your heart in yes, the south. That's exactly uh, what unusual yes. is. So to so to start off that definition with unusual, and then you know we we kind of established in the previous episode, but we'll reiterate it here is like kink does not always have to be linked to sexual. Yes, exactly. There are a lot of people who are kinky and are like asexual or don't even practice certain things or like they they mm-hmm. they attribute themselves all along this sexual spectrum but or it they doesn't have practi- to be or they are highly sexual people who practice parts of kink that don't involve genitalia for instance and mm-hmm. i think we we smash together sex and genitalia pretty frequently and like or or even if you're like in your mind getting off on something but you're not you know engaging in um anything penetrative like you could really get off on being in rope but completely clothed for instance like sexual is such a loaded term like you said unusual loaded term sexual a loaded term Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then behavior at the end which is like 
behavior feels so permanent. Yeah. You know, and sometimes a kink might be just like a one-time act, but it doesn't mean That's it's true. my kink. But like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a behavior. It's like it lifestyle <laughs> but behavior. Right. Wait, okay, but, okay, so so just to clarify between the two things or the things that you two just said, so kink so how would you define kink then like like would you define it as something that you're unusually into would you define it as something that you're sexually into or is it just kind of like like a something else that's so tricky i think before i define kink for myself i think i want to like focus back on the term unusual because what Mm -hmm. it does is Mm -hmm. sets a precedent for what is normal and what isn't normal And I think before we even talk about what kink is for us, we need to acknowledge that we live in the, we, the three of us live in the US, which is highly, um, run by a hetero Christian patriarchy. Mm -hmm. And with this intense focus on, um, like a morality set forward by a Christian notion, obviously things in kink are going to be outside of that. Um, that realm. So mm-hmm. I think when you define something as unusual as the internet has done, it mm-hmm. puts us outside of the norm. And um, it means that a lot of spaces aren't made for us. It means yes. that we we have to live afraid right. when uh, not afraid. I'll say we, I say we. I'm not. Mm-hmm. You know going into my work tomorrow and saying like, yeah, I, I went to a play party this weekend. Whereas you can say I went to a Christmas party this weekend. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I just think for me, that's a really important distinction because already diving into the politics of this, it is, if, if you found out a politician, for instance, was kinky, but they weren't doing anything illegal it would still be a problem for their career, which I think is a little unfair. As yeah. long as they're not like a hypocrite, mm-hmm. I don't care what they do. You get okay. my vote. So, yeah. So like, to, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> just, to, just to kind of redirect the same thing that you're saying and then uh, bring it over to Denzel to get a little input from from his side as well. So so you're, you're mentioning or you're advocating for the idea that the idea of defining something as normal or, or defining something as unusual implies that there is a default normal that's defined by, uh, you said, uh, uh, religious male patriarchy basically well the, the hetero christian he- hetero. patriarchy um right but i guess yeah you could say male i, I wouldn't mm-hmm. um or patriarchy right. yeah okay. it's mm-hmm. more patriarchal to clarify the patriarchy also harms mm-hmm. people who identify as men mm-hmm. oh that's, yeah that's, right. and, and that's then, very true yeah and then from denzel side you, you were just uh you so you agree with that oh particular? yeah um the thing i was going to add on to it is, is kind of the same vein that you were talking about mango <laughs> is that um it's it's a creation of an othering like mm-hmm. that is what the yeah. word unusual does like mm-hmm. when especially again when you put all three of those words mm-hmm. together it's like i have now become a minority based on things that I find enjoyable or fun or safe or attractive to me. And yeah. like, those are, those are normal things for us in our lived experiences. And now, you know, you're, you're now being forced to live in a society where it's like, you can't, you can't have the same luxury and privilege that we have by being our straight laced kind yeah. of individuals. Even so, with polyamory. too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh Yeah. I can't really be open about that in my day-to-day mm. life. Right, People so, so, look at you crazy like, whoa, this is normal for me. And it's right. interesting because we have a whole space and it's going to come into our episode <laughs> because there is a community where if we feel othered and outsided in the larger world, 
we have now created smaller spaces where that inclusion and right. that unusual behavior is actually like what makes you unique in that space. Yeah. So so would you would you two feel better with the word deviance instead of unusual? Like like something is deviant, something derives or something is. Uh, I mean, you asked me before how would I define kink, right. and the truth is, the way I define kink is like any mm-hmm. action or I guess behavior or um, it, I define it very broadly. Hmm. Any action or behavior that's um, consensually agreed upon by all parties present that um, has the um, uh, the reasonable expectation of uh, safety based on the activities being performed. You can't always assume safety, um, mm-hmm. but you can mm-hmm. you can um, do harm reduction tactics or include harm reduction tactics. Um, so I think my definition of kink is mm-hmm. really anything you do as long as it's consensual mm-hmm. um and and people feel um to the best of their uh, I guess abilities safe in that environment. Mm-hmm. It's super mm-hmm. broad. I don't know if it has to be that different. Right. So to speak. Right. And then Denzel any um additional a, input? A de- a definition of what kink is. I think if I had to choose like one word, it would be like quirks. Quirks? Mm. Like whatever your quirks are, both intrapersonal and interpersonal, because kinks don't always have to include other people. Like you, there's very- That's so true. There's a lot of kinks where you can, you can be kinky and be a total introvert, loner, isolated person like you can still be a very kinky person it doesn't mean that you and, have and to. you can do kinks on your own you exactly can, you can I mean, self-tie yeah self-tie autoerotic as- asphyxiation yeah, i can't speak today you know mm-hmm. some, some i mean masturbation i was about even. to say some masturbation just yeah. in that self is like then you've because technically that is a yeah. that is a mm-hmm. unusual I masturbation say, is an unusual behavior. The heterochristian patriarchy really doesn't like masturbation. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. I mean, and as I always say, masturbation is the safest form of sex. True. Which, uh, yeah. So, so I, I guess I guess what I'm what I'm hopefully trying to get us into is just the next section. Uh, just kind of regarding. What are you trying to push us towards? Yeah. Just tell <laughs> us. Well, well, more more specifically, like like is it that we have a particular um particular disagreement with the word unusual and that we would rather redefine it from unusual to something else or is it that we don't see unusual or atypical or deviance as the operative term in the situation i think to, we, to, to, to help define kink specifically to define kink i don't know if you can define it though i was gonna say it's hard to define in the atmosphere we live in which again is this mm-hmm. this heavily um, like moralistic right. culture that mm-hmm. has defined sort of anything outside of like man woman monogamy right. in marriage as missionary different style. yeah in missionary sex mm-hmm. um as deviant in some way mm-hmm. so I don't know if yeah I don't know if defining it in this in this context or, or using in the that context. Definition. That we live in is going to be easy. It's not. It's not a small task. It's another one of those umbrella terms. Uh, what I'm learning yeah. <laughs> with everything that we're going. Everything's through, an umbrella. Everything is an umbrella term for something. And yeah. I, I think, like, mm-hmm. again, the same way that somebody will consider self rope mm-hmm. and self tying mm-hmm. is a kink. 
Mm-hmm. There's a person who's like, yeah, I think a five person gangbang is also my kink. So it's like, how do you, wh- how what do you words can you combine yeah. that are these that, that encompass everyone? Yeah, yeah which are two completely so different things. So a one sentence mm-hmm. might not be possible yeah. to have like a definition, but you can have, mm-hmm. I think it's better to say, like, what's your understanding? Of kink, or yeah. Like what's your mm-hmm. awareness? Like that's the word. Yeah, I think the definition. better thing to do, especially if you're having conversations with someone, like right. you know, we talked about in the last episode, wanting to mm-hmm. talk to, I guess, sort of our younger selves slash other people who are new to the community. I wouldn't, if I were talking to someone and mm-hmm. I wanted to understand their view of kink, I would say, "How do you practice kink? Um, what does kink look like to you in your world mm. rather than how do you define kink and say mm. for you specifically, what is kink to you? What do you do? Mm-hmm. And do you use things like um, safe, sane and consensual or do you practice more risk aware consensual kink? Like what what have you ex- explored those frameworks even like that's the kind of questions I'd be asking. Mm-hmm. OK, OK. So so. Hmm. It's all about insight, just not to, an answer. In in an attempt to consolidate things, so we can uh, keep it within the framework of what we discussed within the framework. Uh, is it, it is it at all <laughs> is it at all uh, a reasonable idea to establish that what is considered kink, at least in the local area, is defined by the community, or is it detached? Ooh. Is it an individual person, or is it a group of people coming together to actually practice and do and hold space for? I think it's uh, both. The kink? Mm-hmm. It's mutually like beneficial. So, so it's, it's it's a coexistence of individual defined kink uh, and what the community identifies as kink. Because doesn't an individual def- identify a community, but can a community also help identify what an individual is? So it's like yeah. Well, I mean, but but that brings the next question: what what is the community? Well, a bunch of individuals. <laughs> Google what is a community? A grouping of individuals. Yeah, right. um, we gotta stop googling things. <laughs> Wikipedia um, next. Okay. Your question, is it defined from within or is it defined by the community? I don't think the community mm-hmm. sets any rules, if that's sort of what you're asking. Does it, though? Uh, well, I, I guess it sets accepted, norms, maybe. Accepted, quote, so unquote. At the- yeah, potentially. Uh, although I think uh, in my world, kink mm-hmm. is grounded in consent respect and communication Mm -hmm. so if Mm -hmm. someone were to enter my kink community and engage in pedophilia and call that a kink i would Mm -hmm. say no no both i decide that's not a kink and the community also decides that because you are not only doing something non-consensual you are endangering someone yeah there are there are rules based on norms but there there are also mm-hmm. i guess laws literal well, well, so, so yeah. not that everything so that's legal of, is right so, so just not, so you not, know not that this specific episode's about that but i mean there's there's different there's different uh a few different things to dissect which we can apply those terms now uh there's different things there's three different parts uh for defining norms this is from a social sociological perspective there's a uh, folkways mores and taboos folkways are kind of like the unspoken things that if somebody does you side eye them and say ah how dare you elevator um, eyes elevator eyes uh, <laughs> that's mores, what i'm giving right now <laughs> mores are kind of those legal things where if somebody does something like somebody if somebody wants to have sex non-consensual with somebody and you know they can get in trouble because there's legal precedent there's law behind it that backs it up and then taboos are things that absolutely for no reason you do not break, such as having sex with somebody who's deceased or having sex with uh, a family member um, like your mom or your, your brother or your sister or having, uh, you know, do, 
assuming that maps is a thing, which is not a thing. There's no such thing as uh, minor attracted persons. That's not a thing. Get out your yeah. vocabulary. Yeah. It doesn't oh, exist. We're, we're not even But, but those are those are taboos that because culturally speaking, you will never violate these things uh, no matter what. There's, there is no exceptions for these things. So We should be clear, terms, though, that p- role play with mm-hmm. taboos is a kink. Well, role play with taboos yes, is a kink, but with the, the thing established is, that it's role play. Yeah, if you don't establish that, role play, that. establish consent, mm-hmm. establish boundaries. Right. Like I said, my version of kink exists mm-hmm. within consent, communication, and um, respect. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's but been even, negotiated upon. Yep. Even then, if we use the terminal, use the words of folkways, um, that might get you a side eye in the kink mm-hmm. community. But because you have consent, then like nobody's going to shun you because there's no legal illegal thing you're doing because. You and all persons involved, presumably, are uh, consenting, which follows the mores within the kink scene, even though they're not written down laws. You could legally get in trouble to a certain extent, although I think uh, in the UK, BDSM uh, is finally no longer considered domestic violence automatically. Uh, I think it was in the UK or in France or somewhere. I just remember <laughs> seeing that news report. Yeah. Which was really cool. And then taboos are, like you said, taboos can be played around with and toyed with within the confines of your dynamics. Right. But you have to set those lines because... You know, you can pretend that you're the student and they're the school teacher and you're doing the cool, sexy things. But if you're actually the student and they're actually the teacher. That's different. That's a taboo. It's crossing lines. Yeah. Okay. You had asked, what is community? Yeah, correct, correct. So, so because, because the, the, the yeah, impetus, we went on a tangent the, right the, quick. <laughs> the the impetus of all this is that uh, kink, uh, trying to bring it back to the topic at hand of what is the kink community, is community responsible for defining the kink? And the answer that I think we've gotten is that it's a mix of two things: one, your individual identity or your individual. De- definition of kink, and two, what the community establishes. So, are we talking about just like and, like and the. Oh. Sorry, I mean, but like no, generic didn't. kink or like a specific kink? I don't think the community establishes a definition. I think well, we all enter the community. We we come in with our own kinks and our right. own backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And we decide mm-hmm. um, to an extent mm-hmm. how much contact we want to have with other people within the community based on – um, well, you know, everything from how friendly they are to how, how alike their kinks are. Right. But I don't think the community itself is defining kinks or defining well, kink for mm, its members. So so so, th- so then it goes into hopefully using more specific terms. What do we define as a community? Because th- that is the operative question still of like is community – because for me, me specifically, I d- identify community as the group that you pick – that's your community of friends, and then the the wider kink community as a whole, at least like the triangle area where we live at. And then there's like a smaller subsection of like, okay, these are people who I partner with. These are people who I like playing board games with because I like playing board games. Board games are awesome. You should play board games. Um, <laughs> and then also like people plug. I like talking about like hypothetical armchair philosophy with. Like those are different communities within the community, which were well, those are your friends. The wrong. Well, right, right. So, so those are friend groups, right? <laughs> yeah. But um, the community mm-hmm. with a capital T, capital C kind mm-hmm. of thing is, especially in our triangle area, is. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're if you're forcing me to define it, it's the people who attend regularly attend um, munches or sloshes, which we'll get into, mm-hmm. and or play parties, mm-hmm. and or um, who engage regularly in. Um, community discuss like local community discussion issue like issue based stuff on fet life right. or on um, the various group chats that exist in the area on the min FTs 
<laughs> they talking about it. Talking about the W. Um, yes. The W the on the w. NFT. <laughs> we're just, now we're just confusing people. Oh, <laughs> I know. Okay, okay. Especially and, if they and, didn't and listen to the last episode. <laughs> oh, we hope you did. We <laughs> hope you didn't skip the intro and came straight to this one. But if yeah. you did, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, you can always that. just you, rewind your vehicle. <laughs> if you did come straight to this episode, please leave queer only. No. What? Because it came straight to the episode. So uh, like, see, this is how you need uh, to open the episode with one of your just like no, off kilter jokes that you have to explain. Wild jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to explain, explain the all of them. It's good. They can't so just good. be. A, do you even call? What is a joke? <laughs> yeah, a joke, that is a, joke. a joke is defined by the community. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Yeah. All right, so, so, that's okay. actually kind of true. So 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 we have the community. Uh, we have the concept of the community. So we have a few different definitions that we're throwing around. Um, just to kind of consolidate it, uh, is there a way to consolidate it? Because you mentioned munches and sloshes is where the people are. Uh, you mentioned that the community is kind of very um, wide-reaching as a whole, as a term. And well, trying, here's a trying question. to consolidate those two things. Let me, I'll help consolidate it. Sure. Denzel, if I were to say to you, I'm new to the area, how mm-hmm. might I be introduced to the community? What would your answer be? I would say the best thing to do would be like to attend a slosh or a munch or yeah, 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 yeah. I think Let's that would say be my- I don't f- even have a FetLife profile. Yeah. If that's, if that is the case is like find <laughs> somebody like, maybe you don't even have to find somebody. It's like, hey, look, just show up with me to one of the munches. Yeah. Like I did that with like a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. I, I told him, I was like, you know, you seem like a kinky individual. Mm-hmm. Why don't you, if you, if you at least have a curiosity, why don't you just show up? I'll introduce you to a couple and, people. And question, why uh, munch or a slosh? Before we go on, munches are where groups of kinky people get together to eat, and sloshes are where groups of kinky people get together at, like, a bar. So, um, mm-hmm. ostensibly to drink. You, I, I do not drink alcohol, and I still attend these regularly. So, just Same. to clarify, this is not um, – this is not an event where you are encouraged to drink alcohol. Right. Or even eat. You can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but to keep asking that question, Denzel, why would you tell them or why would you take them to a munch or a slosh and not a play party? Because it is a very – to me, it is a very safe and open and, – and here's the aspect about it is that it's a public environment. Mm-hmm. It's a chance for you to – learn about kink from the person you may have asked to bring you Mm -hmm. but it's also a chance for you to learn about kink from other people who are outside of that person so you don't create a perception of kink based off of one person's told definition it's like you show up to munch and you meet one person and then they're like oh yeah well you you you're curious about this well let's talk about this and it doesn't even have to be like a kink related discussion it can be something that's like generic but there just has to be an understanding that if both of y'all are there, there is a curiosity for mm-hmm. unusual sexual <laughs> behavior. Well, let, me, let me just even take it back further because I was sort of giving you leading questions. If that wasn't, oh clear. no, I no know. Leading, leading questions, questions on a podcast. Whoa. Here, from a from a perspective of a, a woman, when I go to the slosh, the reason it feels good for me to be there is one: there is no expectation of. Um, of deviant sexual behavior or what was unusual sexual behavior sorry (laughs) there is no expectation of that because it's not a play party so i feel like i can come in whatever i was wearing that day um and the for me the really important part is not only am i 
talking about kink in a really safe environment, Mm -hmm. but I'm talking about just regular people and our lives. I'm getting to know the community before Mm -hmm. we get to the play party Mm -hmm. because I don't, I basically don't feel safe anywhere as a woman. I can't exit my house and feel safe. Mm -hmm. So knowing I have a community of people that I can feel safe with is um, paramount before I go to a play party. I, I will, I will not go to a play party in a new city without meeting, without at least knowing some people from that community or going to a munch or a slosh in that city first. Mm-hmm. Um, because from, and that, that's not to say that's not a practice other people should do, but right. for me, it, I wouldn't feel safe. So the slosh is somewhere I can see friends who I've gotten to know. Mm-hmm. I know about their lives. I know about their siblings and their pets and, um, maybe even their work. Although, you know, it's a, a little bit touchy about who shares what about their work. Mm-hmm. Um, but it gives me a chance to, meet people as human beings before I meet them as kinky entities. Yes. And I think, you know, like with FetLife, we get into this, um, we see people's profiles and sometimes we don't even see their faces. We just see like body parts. And yeah. The, what they're into. But objectify to an extent. Mm-hmm. And I think seeing real people at a slosh or a munch is so important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. What orange... If I were to say I'm new to the community, mm-hmm. how would you introduce me to the community? I would say run. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I'm joking. I'm joking. If you said you were delay. new to the community, I would say, oh, you're new to the community. Um, hey, reach out to these particular organizers because they mm. run this really cool uh, event and use them kind of as a springboard to hopefully get you into the various places you're interested in. And the reason why I do that is because I don't trust myself. Uh, more specifically, I don't trust my own information. I like to always double check and have things to qualify what I'm Why saying. Why do you trust yeah. the organizers more than yourself? I was about to say uh, because I break the organizers who run yeah. the organizers who may run uh, more handy or more um, well-renowned events, like specifically Slosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, slosh is a specific event in our area. Uh, when you say Slosh, it's the Durham Slosh. Um, but um, like that kind of events, uh, people who run that kind of events have a at least a, a you can point to it and say they have a history of running events that have been successful with getting people to meet each other. Mm-hmm. They have uh, not proven outwardly egregiously problematic, and they have also proven to um, respond to the community when the community wants response. But you don't trust yourself the same way you trust them. I mean, I, I do, I do, but like, like there's there's always the bias of like, okay, am I telling this person to go do these specific events or go to but these you events would because take I want them to be to there? No, um, you would no, no, just I, send I, them. So orange wouldn't walk up. <laughs> depending depending on the person, like like if, if it's if it's like a group of people, and they're like, yeah, I'll take them along with me. But like, th- there's a certain amount of uh, detachedness that I feel should be uh, should be necessary for people to explore. Because if somebody goes to a, a slosh event with me, they're going to talk to people I talk to. If somebody goes to a slosh, but that's event, okay. It's because you trust those people and they trust you, and well, well, you're giving them at least. I don't know. For me, it felt like okay. it's a it's a foundation. Yeah, like that's what kink, I mean. That's what the kink community. is. If I it's, bring it's a, someone to the slosh, mm-hmm. I very intentionally want to do a little bit of guiding because there. I mean, well, I will okay, say okay. you are absolutely right. The slosh organizers do an incredible job at keeping the slosh. Yes. Um, as well as they can. And also, also, also to just to clarify, that yeah. doesn't mean that they're exonerated of all sins. I'm just saying that, yes, they've, they've been more but consistent they, than some others. <laughs> they have done such a great job, and that's part of why I feel safe there. Mm-hmm. Right. But if I were to bring someone to the slosh, mm-hmm. I'm still looking around. My head's always on a swivel. I'm still looking around being like, mm-hmm. that guy negged me that one time. Oh, Don't yeah. talk to that one guy. You right. know, he didn't 
commit a consent violation to mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. but he negged me and that was weird. And I'll tell my new my my newbie that I've brought, like, mm-hmm. oh hey, that guy gives me the willies. Yeah, just but an here's FYI. like these ten amazing people that I talk to regularly. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I think a little bit of guidance. Well I mean so 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 the guidance the guidance can be counter counterintuitive. So like like I don't know for, for you, but for me, I was hanging out at Slosh once and somebody said, Oh, here's this person named Denzel, you should talk to him and then we talked for like five hours. <laughs> so oh, I was like it was gross. the worst I know That's the exactly worst experience ever. And then we played board games. <laughs> and then we so you should play and now, board games. And, and then they started a podcast together. And then we started a pi- oh my god, can you believe Ugh. what a disaster. Two oh. black dudes play with cats on a board. Yeah. <laughs> Cat Lady is an amazing game. I love game. that. That's so cute. <laughs> that's lady is that's a actually great game. The, the if I could give a tagline to how we met. It's a very hardcore that's game. That's really play cute. It. It's for all the people, including the patriarchy. Now, yeah. Um, but 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 what I'm trying to say is like there there are situations to where somebody could be thrown into into kind of dynamics. So, um, you know, we we can all think of rules or sorry exceptions to the rule. Um, now, of course, I, I would like to assume that Denzel and I's first meeting was the rule. I would like to assume that Mango and I's first meeting was the rule. I'm assuming that you two's first meeting was the rule, not the exception. Mm-hmm. But there have been situations to where somebody was like re- relatively new to the scene and they say, oh, here's this person. Go hang out with them. And they just kind of orbit like they're, they're the center of the universe for that person. And then it turns out that person's actually kind of crummy and didn't nobody quite spoke out yet. But then that person who we introduced to the scene has been exposed to this crummy. I would say that's an unfortunate. That's like, like unfortunate that that happens because people are crummy. I wouldn't yeah. say that's, yeah, that's I wouldn't say that's like any individual's fault. Like if I introduce someone to a, someone I think is cool and they end up not being cool. Right. That happens because people end up not being cool. And you don't know everything about yeah, everybody. Yeah, I don't. That happened don't to know. me once. And I was like, ooh, yeah. I really didn't recognize that this is how this person really was. Right. So right, right. I, I apologize for putting you in a position because right. I didn't know better either. Yeah. But that ha- I think I that's just know. unfortunate that that yeah. happens. It's not like if I knew and then I put you in there, then that's different. I think the beautiful thing about a kink community specifically mm-hmm. is that – let. Let's say this wasn't the kink community. Let's say this was like any other social meetup group. Right. Like a bunch of bird watchers. Mm-hmm. Would they care as much when someone ended up being a crummy person? What I love about the kink community is that mm-hmm. people care when there are crummy actors. Mm-hmm. And I mean, as awkward as it is when people talk about it, I think um, like knowing who the crummy actors are is I, – I don't know if this is what it's like for you because you are both men. But mm-hmm. among my both um, trans and cis women friends mm-hmm. and non-binary friends, mm-hmm. um, the the way we go about things is sort of like we let each other know. Like I friended someone on FET the other day and my um, friend messaged me and was like, hey – that person is unsafe to tie with or that person is unsafe to take photos with uh-huh. um, because a friend of mine had a bad experience. And of course, I always believe oh, these yeah. reports. I Just off the off the bat, I'm going to believe those people. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> or I'm going to start from a place of believing them rather right, right. than start from a place of skepticism. Well, right. How, like, how, how you about, don't know what you're talking about. Right. Yeah, but the, or, the point or take is it as like, a, like a trust but verify type situation. 
Uh, mostly just trust. <laughs> there's no need. I'm going to be honest with you. Okay, that's fair. That's um, fair. There's no need for me to verify that a man is safe or not because well, uh, okay, I have uh, no need to be around sorry. men who are potentially dangerous. <laughs> to, to, to be a little bit more specific in my wording, so the trust by verify is a phrase that's sometimes used in. Uh, well, it's, it's apparently a, has Russian origins. It's like a dos. I'm not going to tell. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah, go it, do that, it, do that. But the um, but trust by verify. The idea behind it is um. In tech support, which is where I work, so more so you can know about me. Ooh, um, sometimes about customers orange. will tell you a thing, and you just kind of trust it, but you also verify it. It's like, hey, thank you for telling me that X Y Z was happening to your computer. I'm gonna go verify. Yeah. Quietly well, that makes corner. sense with tech support because people don't know anything about computers. Right, but, but, but I know a lot scene, of things about Matt. Right. Also, <laughs> going to the king scene. I mean, I'm like, like I'm just saying, like, there's statistically speaking, yes, don't, right. There's no need to verify. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. the reason I bring this up is just because mm-hmm. within the kink community, mm-hmm. people are invested in other people's safety. Right. There's right. accountability. Whereas yeah. I don't know if that's the same in the bird watching community. I know nothing about the bird watching community. I only say that because mm-hmm. there are other communities of people right. where um, because safety and consent are not the first word mm-hmm. on everyone's yeah. lips, yeah. we aren't considering watching it. out for each other as so, much so would it be a stretch of the imagination to say that um one of the mores within the king community is to kind of just let people know when somebody's problematic you know um, maybe among women i don't i don't know how it works among think, masculine type people i Let's, think that mm-hmm. chain of understanding should still be a thing because like mm-hmm. there's been a situation you know in my journey through the kink world where somebody's like hey mm-hmm. you know just want to give you an FYI that this person mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. has a preference for men who look like you, right? Per mm-hmm. se, and chasers. There's not. It's kind of coming from a, a, an approach that does not need to be approached that way, right? A, a problematic approach. Yeah, it's they problematic. were warning you that you were potentially going to be a victim of fetishization. Yeah, fetishization. exactly. And it's like, thank you for bringing that attention to me because right. now I know. Now I know to keep an eye out, and that that's one level of accountability. Is like mm-hmm. you're being preemptive, and I think it's okay to give people preemptive knowledge mm-hmm. as long as you know. There is no malicious intent behind giving that knowledge. Yeah. Like you don't want to go spread false information about somebody, but right. if you know mm-hmm. through you know your if your your trusted source, your verified access, whatever the information right. that you have, or your own personal experience, yeah. mm-hmm. like if you can speak from personal experience, then I'm like, okay, cool. Right. Like I trust yeah. you as a person, mm-hmm. so I'm going to trust your experience is valid too. So I'm going to listen to that. And if you give me that kind of advice, like that's what makes a community so good is because mm-hmm. then you don't have to worry about what happens if I am in this situation or who is this random person right. who's now slid Someone's into my DMs. And it's like, why mm-hmm. why are you in here? But right. if somebody knows and right. somebody tells you, it's like, okay, I at least well, I want to clarify one thing too. You were talking about, mm-hmm. you know, this verify, this trust but verify. Mm-hmm. I, the friends I've created in the community, they're mm-hmm. my friends because I trust them. Yes. But I also want to just in general, mm-hmm. and so that we establish an understanding with this podcast, false reports of sexual assault are basically none. Yeah. yeah so when someone weird. tells me this person right. sexually assaulted me or a f- close friend, mm-hmm. there is no reason for me not to believe them. Mm-hmm. I don't think my friends mm-hmm. or even strangers are going out trying to quote unquote destroy the lives of others. Right. Um, especially because it's not even 
a legal recourse that they're taking. They're telling me right. that this right. person's unsafe. And I right. just, so that we establish as a podcast that we believe victims or and survivors. So, so, so that statement was made, and I'm trying not to tarnish it, but I would like to just reinforce it as much as I can with the idea of something that people may be able to readily relate to, which is like voter fraud. Um, <laughs> yes there, there, that's actually a great there's a perfect example. example of people saying oh voter fraud happens all the time and they just kind of it literally throw, throw their hands up and generically wave at it right. but the issue is that people say oh look the news reported there was a voter fraud found in this area it's like yeah they found him the system is working right yeah like, yeah they found the person like the, when the fentanyl situation this is in the u.s specifically it was like uh the biden administration um current president the biden administration uh uh found like you know 600 kilos of fentanyl or some extraordinarily high number it was like ah see drugs this is the biden administration blah it's like well they found it yeah so i mean i I don't like do do you want them to not find it? also fun fact most cases of voter fraud are committed by um republican voters which which is something that we won't touch on too much here, but I would like to also highlight the idea that- Because it got caught red-handed. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not- I, We can definitely avoid, like, hard politics here, but I'm not going to pretend that I'm not a- definite leftist well no no I'm, I'm, not, I'm not i'm not trying to steer away from the from the from the political political angle that we're going on i was going to say more specifically that there, there is there is something to be said that when you look at the pattern of things especially when somebody is supposedly pattern looking in the case of mm-hmm. consent violation because in the case of uh, uh people reporting hey this person has is trying to fetishize you it's like statistically speaking when the person says that this person's trying to fetishize you and you just go and look just even attempt to do a little bit of research on the person, it's like, oh, oh yeah, I see it. It's, yeah. it's, it's pretty blatant. Right. Same thing in the case where you see people who are saying, oh, I hate this, that, and the other about that person. Then you look at their finances, it's like, well, you're doing the exact same things. Right. Like it's it's a lot of problematic things. Anyway, so so that, that was me like steering into not quite a way, just in this <laughs> parallel to the political. You had angle. me nervous for a second, but that I was, was like, so that was scared. Like, I know. I was, like, that <laughs> I was, was so scared because you <laughs> like, like a parallel. You did not segue as well as I think you thought. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, it sounded like you were about to tarnish. <laughs> yeah, you were like not to diminish your point, uh, but here is me backing up your point completely. Right, you yeah, gotta yeah, say yeah. that better. I was well, like, I, that I, was I said, perfect said backing to, up. Oh my god, reinforce. I was. I said to y'all reinforce. don't know. Y'all should have seen. <laughs> okay, okay. There was like, <laughs> like there was a fourth person sitting here, yeah. and I was looking at them like <laughs> it felt like the office camera. I was yes. looking at the camera like, yo, it's if not really about, about to go to down, do is it? If the memes were real, I'd be like, the oh, oh no, baby, what did you doing? It was like one of those moments. Was it one of those moments? No, it was like Jim looking at the camera after Michael Scott did some wild. Yes. Like oh. Prison Mike was accurate. Prison, oh my God! The Dementors. The Dementors. They hurt. They steal your soul. I'm Prison Mike. Oh my God. Okay, okay, all right. So, so bringing it, bringing it back to the core of the conversation. Yeah. Now, now that I've gladly freaked out, <laughs> yeah. freaked out my co-host with my words. <laughs> um, hopefully, I didn't freak anybody else out. But what I'm trying, I'm just trying to highlight that, like, when you look at the facts of things, like sometimes it breaking the um, what's the word? Uh, there's a difference between um, the 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 thing that you assumed was there versus what's actually there. And when you're able to break past the, I assume these things, but then when you look at the reality, it's like, oh, okay, maybe I am the problem or maybe this person is the problem. Then you can hopefully have a little bit more of a restorative journey <laughs> into the kink scene. And yeah, I, think- I mean... Oh, go ahead. I was gonna, I was gonna consolidate it all back to like, oh, yeah, please. Yeah. Uh, well, no, no, no. If you want to continue, like, sharing the comment, because I was gonna like turn left and. I guess the only thing I wanted to say was that, like, mm-hmm. I when people are 
um, accused of consent violations in the community. Mm-hmm. I am all for processes of mm-hmm. um, restorative justice, if you will, or um, mediation. Mm-hmm. If if the person who committed the violation is, um, you know, contrite and they're honest about what happened, mm-hmm. um, because a lot of times those people, mm-hmm. if when they deny what happened, they get ostracized from the quote unquote community. Yes. They can't come to events. They can't go to play parties. Mm-hmm. And it makes it really hard for them to find partnerships. Mm-hmm. But for the people who aren't honest and aren't contrite, honestly, it's, I, I, can't feel that bad for them uh, so 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 th- th- there's there's a specific yeah, topic that we can dig into deeper and i, f- I feel like for the sake of i mean unless we want to go 50 minutes instead of 20 more minutes <laughs> you nah, trying to keep pushing this agenda saying, it's not i know where, i know where you're going with this but <laughs> right. the fact of the matter is because i believe victims mm-hmm. and survivors right. and because these people um often mm-hmm. demonstrate a pattern of behavior right i've seen people own up to their behavior and it's and then do it and and and, get, and try and get no i've seen people oh, oh, own okay, up okay, gotcha. and then try and be better mm-hmm. and it, those it people exist. aren't ostracized from the community you know mm-hmm. like we we've seen people redemption is real try and be better they obviously aren't so, gonna always hang out with every group of pers- people mm-hmm well so so okay so so bringing it back to the to the core thought of uh what is the king community so so the king community as a whole and and we're, we're going off a tangent from munches about munches being a great place to kind of find people to kind of give you the warnings give you the heads up of like hey this person's dangerous or hey maybe not that place um is, is there any way that you would consider is the best way to introduce somebody because because you all asked uh we all asked each other how would you introduce somebody to kink but right. is there a consolidated best way or is it just kind of it well, depends. not to kink to the community. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, right. I, 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 I meant to the kink community, like the the kink community, not just kink. Well, like, I think I think this is what I was going to say is that kink community at the core of it is like it's a it's a place of safety and understanding. Mm-hmm. It's a place of acceptance. It's a place of accountability, and it's a place of foundation building. Because mm-hmm. like you you use the the baseline munch slosh mm-hmm. as a way to make the smaller connections and from those smaller connections you get to start exploring all those aspects so i still i think the best way to introduce somebody to kink is give them the bdsm test no um no, what? <laughs> i was like wait what i was you trying to make it sound very you are a dominant <laughs> oh my god no 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 you don't the i think the best thing is um <laughs> you are a bird watcher <laughs> <laughs> like whoa I'm in the wrong community. Shit. <laughs> you are. Well, what about these binoculars? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it really boils down to mm-hmm. if it also depends on what this person tells you that they're looking for from this. Like, right. do, did they come to you and say, "I want to meet the kink community because I want to explore X, Y, and Z," right. or is it mm-hmm. like just mm-hmm. a pure mm-hmm. curiosity? You're all like, "Hey, let's go." Like. I know this is something mm-hmm. I want to take you to it just to see how you feel in this space. Those two approaches are going to be different of how like, mm-hmm. like, do I, do I give you books to read to, to get you hip to kink? Mm-hmm. Do I take, tell you to come into the community before reading anything right. and you go in that way? But I think also it just depends on. I do think it's worth clarifying too that the community, even though. Denzel and I sort of have been saying like this, at least our kink communities are based on respect mm-hmm. and um, consent. I think it's also important to recognize that the community, any community is built of um, yeah. 
like so many diverse groups of people yes. and that we're not always going to agree on everything. So mm-hmm. with within the community, there's conflicts and there's disagreement. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I acknowledge that while also saying like my version of the community is based in communication, respect and um, mm-hmm. consent. But that makes community, though. Like if you can't yeah. have those discussions, how do you stay informed and truthfully informed. Like, right. how do you still spread the real information? Like, we we all agreed that, like, yeah, we might have disagreements, but that's – it's okay if we have disagreements. The right. core of it all is, like, do I still look and understand where you're coming from in regards to, like, you as a human and you as, like, in this case, like, a kinky person? Can right. we still mm-hmm. find a common ground and be like, okay, well, we might not get along with this, but guess what? We still hear yeah right we're both still and, here so we got we got something in common yeah right and, and uh, yeah, just that's to, true just to inject the scientific side of things because sociology is something i love and i would love to learn more about but i'm i'm, I'm a self-learned person um but <clears throat> within within different groups you have culture culture is i think at the core of a lot of what we're talking about um or at least i'm assuming we're talking about but uh, i'll let everybody respond in a second um uh, but culture is uh, just a combination of symbols values and beliefs and norms uh, which norms goes to one of the things that we were trying to define earlier with, you know, who defines kink in this unusual term. Um, but regarding those three, regarding those four things, um, as far as symbols go, it's just things that people kind of identify with and carry in a certain way. So somebody might look at a rope that does boats, might look at that as a symbol of, you know, this is somebody who's anchoring a boat. Whereas what? Me and kink- <laughs> what are you talking about? Wait, where are we going? Well, it's, it's, it makes sense. It was, it's just, go, just go with me. Just go with me. Um, I just wh- heard a rope on a boat. Whereas in the kink scene. Rope on a boat. I'm on a boat and it's going fast. And Whereas in the kink scene, someone might look at the symbol of rope and kind of assume like, oh, you know, rope bottom or rope top or somebody who's using jute or somebody who's using bamboo versus that. So the symbol, uh, the symbol identifies yeah. certain things within he's, the group. He's defining symbols. Uh, yes. Now values is another thing is just things that people kind of tend to decide which is good and bad that goes into the folkways mores and taboos we talked about before so within the king community bad things would be consent violation um good things will be defined as good communication adjusting your uh kink that you're doing to the person's ability so if the person you know maybe they're in a wheelchair are you asking about kink culture no 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 no. i'm i'm I'm, I'm he hasn't looked up yet i'm 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 setting the terms for the last uh, 15 minutes here we're supposed to do this in the first 15 <laughs> i mean we, we were but but like, like we, 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 we got into some terms. really deep and like like mindful conversation i didn't want to disturb it uh <laughs> and then so i'm gonna last... disturb it at the end yeah just just throwing it at the end <laughs> curveball and then last but not least we have norms which norms are the rules and expectations that guide the behavior within the society so norms would kind of be i think um kind of uh, jump off the back of the idea of the kink community. The kink community helps set the norms from my perspective, my interpretation of all this. Whereas the kink community gets to define the norms of, okay, what is normal, which is a both a bad thing and a good thing because the norms in the kink community, especially in our local kink community, is that there's a lot of defaults, which are very frustrating because when somebody breaks a default, it's like, oh what my is gosh, the you're default? so brave. Like a rope rope tying, for instance. A lot of people just assume that you're going to do a TK. Or, or Tecate Cote. Do they? Um, people assume that you're going to do a TK if you're doing rope. But if you don't do a TK, it's like, ah, you don't know much about rope. Or you must do it this way. And, like, there's a very toxic Is that, like, the whole community or, like, just That feels individual. like the, a, a rope community thing. Well, right, yeah. No, no, that, that's, no that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like there, there are defaults that come because of norms. So the rope community has the norm of if you're doing rope tying, you're probably going to do a TK. Which is not true because rope is so vastly different and has so many facets of things that you can and you should do. 
that, that just sounds like gatekeeping when you pinch a hole, to me. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 a very, it's a very much a sense of gatekeeping. It's like, you don't know TK, well, you're not a real rope person, which some people do feel that way. Like people, Some people legitimately <laughs> feel that way. I'm just trying to figure out how we got here. Um, so, so, so these are things I'm trying to define for the idea of um, the community. So kink community as a whole gets to define these things. Of course, we haven't fully solidified the idea of what is kink and what is community. But I at least wanted to apply these terms that come from sociology specifically about how you identify and how you recognize culture, because the community is usually identified or the group is identified as people who share culture. I, I want to, I know I'm being difficult, but I don't think there's such thing as kink culture because there are so <laughs> many, you just, you were just okay. talking about rope right now. Right. And to me, who doesn't know much about rope tying, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is not relevant to me, but I'm very much part of the kink community. Right. So, and, and like, well, so, 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 so I don't that, know that, that much about, that would be considered a subculture. So uh, maybe, but that's like saying like, that's like saying like Jewish culture. I think there is like, <laughs> maybe Ashkenazi Jewish culture um, of people coming from like New York. Like mm-hmm. the, you can get pretty specific, but you, you can't define an entire group by a culture or like mm-hmm. black culture. Yeah. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. y- there are, there are definitely things you can attribute to black culture, but I wouldn't, you wouldn't. It's too big of an umbrella. It's such a big umbrella. It's, it's too big, big of an umbrella. umbrella. Yeah, yes, it's exactly. too big that it's like you need an umbrella inside the umbrella yeah. because that umbrella right, is, is so is, big. But, but right. what I'm trying to tell you, what I'm trying to hopefully promote and uh, persuade uh, the two of you into uh, – Sell me on it right yeah. now. Yeah, what, what, 30, what I'm trying to sell to you words or less. Is, is that there is, there is room, there is space for subdefining. There is space for saying this culture within this culture within this culture. Like to talk about black culture is a perfect example. There is a su- subsection of black culture who absolutely hates rap and everything it stands for that subculture sometimes not a lot of times but sometimes coincides with people who are hyper religious which is a whole different <laughs> subsection of black right. culture when it comes to being a baptist versus well but this is but this council? is why yeah. i like to avoid but, saying things like this entire culture thinks this way and i think the right. reason i'm avoiding saying kink culture mm-hmm. is because mm-hmm. for people outside of the kink community i don't want them saying things like the kink culture is just deviant or unusual like this is what i want to avoid we're trying to make sure that the black and white looking at kink Mm -hmm. they can see the shades of gray within it get it yeah except we don't talk about that yeah because that's a perfect example yeah it's a perfect example of like us trying like that is a that is a representative of kink culture in mainstream culture. And it's right. so and, well, shitty. But, but like, that's so true. And it's so one, one tiny aspect that's done so like – So poorly. We've, we've already established the issues that you have when you have Pocahontas being written by a white dude. I mean like like I, I, feel, I feel like we, we've got we've, – we've, we've uh, journeyed through that at least in the past episode where you have somebody who does not identify and doesn't understand or doesn't care to understand the culture that they're writing about or that they're uh, making a video, movie about like in Fifty Shades of Grey. And just kind of disrespecting the culture. Granted, Fifty Shades of Grey was, um, was was that was was it fan fanfic? It was fanfic fan fan for Twilight. Twilight. Fanfic, which which Twilight was fanfic of Harry Potter. So it was uh, fanfic of fanfic. That's not true. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. According to lies the internet, on lies. According to the internet, Twilight was fanfic of Harry Potter. No, mm, Twilight. See, there you go. Twilight was the mind child of a Mormon lady who mm-hmm. was obsessed with a character that she was in love with. Which was Edward. 
Oh. It's not Harry Potter. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> seems like the lies are unraveling it, right It's only because they all happen to us like millennial kids at the yeah. same time. Like yeah. we read Harry Potter as elementary kids right. and then we got Twilight and middle, in school, middle school. We're school like, oh, like, uh-uh. puberty and Twilight. Uh-uh. Well, but, but the, uh-uh. the general idea though, the general idea that I'm hopefully trying to get at and I'm trying to hopefully sell you all on is that you can have subcultures within the main culture. So you were talking about kink community. You can have sub communities in the kink community. And I understand I, yeah. that, we, that, that, that we don't want to arm people who may not be as aware of the community of what the minutia is and what the nuance is. But the whole idea is that you can have these I think nuances. we do want to give people the intricacies yeah well, like so but, that but, they but, speak I mean, from a place we, of we, understanding we don't we don't want them to or sorry we, we don't want people who may not be as aware of the kink community and all the nuances to just assume that now they have the information so they well, can go to the kink and do the kink i think that's why i just want to avoid terms like kink culture i understand that there are subcultures, but mm-hmm. if we if we're on this podcast saying like mm-hmm. kink culture is rope tying it sounds like we're speaking for the entire world yeah and that's daunting mm-hmm. to say like and the truth is like our community here in the triangle i think is like pretty special yeah. especially because the slosh we go to is so um so well attended and so mm-hmm. well respected mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but it might not be the same in other places and, yeah. and the slosh in another city might be actually a really dangerous place yeah we're very much spoiled but i think that's why yeah. we can speak mm. on the yeah. beauty of what community can what be. it can be yeah, yeah so and, and community and culture are two different things like so mm-hmm. i think us being able to talk about our kink community is like yeah we're able to speak on this because we live it and breathe it but like yes we do technically breathe and live kink culture mm-hmm. what is kink culture anyway right and that sounds well, like culture is <laughs> it's actually <laughs> a great no. it's a great album by the migos <laughs> culture one two and three what three about, types of culture well, in the but, world but but, but the, the the reason why i'm coming at it from this angle is because if if we're able to or if we if we're pulling into the idea of defining what or sorry helping people understand what is a kink community, I feel like it's a valuable conversation to have. Of how do we define kink? How do we define community? Is there culture involved? Is there not culture involved? Like other subsections. This whole entire conversation, I feel, is extremely valuable. Have we given the answer though? Because I feel like yeah. we've, I we we've gone on a loophole. And I, I don't. Be- I'm not trying to give an answer. <laughs> I'm not. I'm really not trying to give an answer. I don't think there is one. So maybe That's maybe fair. this is a thing I've been thinking about. Um, just in life practice is like mm-hmm. insight versus answers. Like mm-hmm. how can we provide mm-hmm. insight mm-hmm. so you can at least have generic enough information? Like there may, there is no answer right. to the questions that we're posing. So if you came onto this podcast thinking that you're going to get an answer to what is kink community, right. ha ha, <laughs> we fooled you for 50 yes. minutes. There, there are answers to other like concrete questions. Yes. Right. Like, um, what is DNS? You or, know? Yeah. Like defining things or like, yeah, like domain name service. No, um, <laughs> the the the, the restaurant. You know, DNS Cafe. No, oh, wow, y'all not. You really. mean cafeteria? Yeah, yeah. Oh, really. yeah. Yeah. Cafe is cafeteria. Three DNS. Different, three different. Three different interpretations of DNS. There, and that's why oh. words you can't be trusted. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think like things like within sexual health, I have some black and whites. Yes, um, because. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, but even my black and whites, other people may disagree with. No, no. Mm-hmm. When, when you say black and whites, what do you mean? By, like, do you mean like good and bad, or do you mean like 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 pro and con? Like, what? what do you I mean, mean there's there are there's like right. a yes or a no. Kind yes of and thing. no. Okay, okay, got it, got it. Contrast. Um, yeah. Contrast. Okay. There, but, but, there's and, and there's no for me. There's between. no like middle ground. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, on some of those questions, mm. like 
condom use, for instance, if I say, mm -hmm. um, if my question to a partner is like, or like, I would like to use condoms with a partner and they give is me other, any other answer than <laughs> yes, then yeah. that's black and white for me. Mm, it's I not know. black and white for everybody. For mm. some people, that's a negotiation. It's not a negotiation for mm. me. Um, so, so, so it's, it's a, there is no, there's only one answer, which is yes. Any other answer is like, all right, we're not, we're not doing this. Well, it would mean that they aren't the right play partner for, or a sexual, play, play, sexual, sexual partner. partner right. Um, yeah. All right. So, so just to cut off that entire thought. Um, <laughs> we're done. <laughs> well, no, but maybe, Back because, to the because I mean, show. I'm saying we can go for, we can go for 35 more minutes or look, no, I know you want us to. I'm That's why saying. you keep pushing the agenda. I'm just <laughs> I'm getting ready. I'm thinking about my last line over here. Okay? Yeah, getting ready. <laughs> how, how are we ending this episode? Because we've been all over the place. Oh, oh no. Okay, God. okay. So, so uh, I, I will, I, I, I will uh, hopefully advocate for the idea of a final answer from each individual person. Do we feel that there is a way to define what is kink community? I know I'm saying this after you said the idea of seeking answers versus seeking in, uh, insight. insight. Yeah. Um. I don't think it. I don't think there is a. There is not a Google definition. I, yeah, I think you know it from within yourself. Yeah. I can define it for myself. I can't define it for you, and I can't define it for Denzel. Because hmm. like, don't you define community at the end of the day? Yeah, it's true. Like, I know what my community looks like, my kink community. Hmm. Um, and as you mentioned, like, there are friend groups within that community. But right. even the people I'm not friends with are still part of the kink community. Like, mm -hmm. And I, I can't define what that is hmm. for other people. But I mean, no. I guess I can define what it isn't, which is like people who <laughs> don't partake in kink are not part of the kink community. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, that's, I mean, it's I easier like to say what it's not than what it is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So arguments can be made, but in the, in the interest of time, I, I, will, I will remain. <laughs> 35 more minutes. Oh, Nathan. my God. 35 more Orange. minutes. I'm just saying. I'm saying. All right. All right. And then, um, so, so, okay. Understood. Understood. That's a fair point. And then, uh, did you have? Do you do you, do you understand? <laughs> he said like you wanted to dive into it. Well, no, like, like like I mean, there's 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 disagreements that I have with uh, the approaches presented, uh, but those disagreements are not uh, are not things that I think we can consolidate within these next two minutes. So <laughs> that that that's what I'll say. Just to you know, and it just means you have to come back for another episode. Ooh. Oh yeah. And who knows what we'll be talking about? Exactly, it's just tantalizing talk right here. It is. It is. I know. I, I know. Y'all like hearing all three of our voices all at once, all at the at same once. time. Whoa. No. All right. And then Denzel, you had. Um, did you have any uh, final thoughts on what is the kink community? Um. You know, I. I think kind of what I said a little bit earlier is about how you define it for yourself. Like you, you choose the community. Like you might have a neighborhood and you might live in a neighborhood, mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean like, yes, technically that is one definition of a community, but mm -hmm. the other aspect of like, there's the community and then there's your community right. and you get to choose your community. So I think like you can show up and be a part of a kink community and the kink community, but ultimately you get to determine how you navigate said community and create your own community within the community yeah so that's the goal is like going from the community Capital to T. a community yeah. and i think like mm -hmm. in kink it's it, it does start with the the understanding of like what you define as kinky mm -hmm. and how you attribute that to your journey in your life and then based off of those two things mm -hmm. as you start to navigate 
the community, whether it's a physical one in your local area, whether it's mm-hmm. virtual, whether you're like on social media apps and all those other things, yeah. those are all technical, like those are all technically the communities that mm-hmm. you can be a part of. But then from that, you make your decision like, okay, I want to go into rope. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go spend more time in the rope community because that is a community I chose, but mm-hmm. it still falls under the, the community yeah. that I attribute because rope falls under that. So that's kind of how we were talking yeah. earlier. So right, yeah, right, I right. think at the end of the day, um, mm-hmm. it's about the community to a community. Yeah. yeah. I dig that. Okay. And, and then, of course, I have my own specific uh, perspectives. But we're at one hour and four minutes. And I would like to respect the timings. <laughs> no. unless, unless we want to go 30 and more minutes. And we're no, finishing no, we just up. Gotta go, we got to get to 69. We got five. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, we Hello, world. I'm your wild girl. I'm your cherry bomb. And we're done. Icky ick. I feel like everybody who's tuning is like, I'm out. I'm out. Do I get my final word? Yes, yeah. So, so I was, I was gonna, I was gonna leave it to uh, to Denzel if Denzel wanted to give the uh, final word, uh, and then uh, we'll close it up there. Okay. Um, so today's final phrase. I'm just going off the top of the dome. I like my Hershey's like I like my nights. Dark. Please remember to bring your punch card. Thank you.